Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation and to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget to subscribe and never miss an episode. Okay, so today I want to talk to you about how you can generate new ideas. In fact, the quickest way of generating new ideas. If you are in business, you have to innovate. You have to be creative. I always say actually that an entrepreneur is a creative business person. So a business person, you know, it could be a, a Harvard graduate, an MBA, whatever it might be, and they can sit and they can run a business and they can you know, run the operations and keep turning the handles and everything else. But an entrepreneur for me is a creative business person. I'm thinking the great entrepreneurs like Steve Jobs and Richard Branson and Elon Musk. These are people that are constantly innovating and being creative. Now, of course, in business, it's not just about creating new products. It's also about innovating new ways of taking product to market or new ways of doing customer services. It might be new ways of marketing or messaging or campaigning. It could be creativity in terms of how you hire, how you recruit, how you train, how you manage people. For me, creativity absolutely runs through every aspect of business. I always remember when I first set up the business, I had no interest in being a business person. I had no interest in running a business. And I used to defiantly petulantly, should I say, sticking with the theme of this week, petulantly used to say, no, I'm, a, I'm an outsourcer, I'm a, I'm a contract, or I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a whatever, right? You know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a freelancer, whatever, right? I, I never wanted to see myself as a business owner, a business person, for a whole bunch of reasons that we don't need to go into right now. However, suddenly it dawned on me at some point into my business career that actually business is creative. And one of the reasons I was resisting being a business person is I saw a business person as being boring and dull and, you know, tied down and, you know, whatever, in a suit and a tie and a shirt and restricted and all this kind of thing. And the truth of the matter is I suddenly realized that actually business is a creative process. Yeah, you've got the operational side and, of course, you've got everything else, which is the, you know, the day-to-day running of things. But actually, if you want to keep improving your business, you have to keep innovating. And to innovate, you you have to be creative. You have to be a visionary. You have to see things in terms of how they could be rather than how they actually are. You have to be able to take an idea, a concept, a vision, a, a wish, an ambition, an aim, convert it into a way, a means of happening, whether it's turn it into a project plan, into goals, all those sorts of things. And I tell you, realize that goal setting is a creative process. And even planning, which would have been like, I mean, oh my God, out of all the business activities, planning was probably the one that sent shivers up my spine the most, you know? And my partner, Tracy, in life and in business, she's the same, right? Planning, oh my God. And yet both of us have realized just not only how integral planning is, obviously, to successful business, but actually planning itself is a creative process. It's, I have a certain amount of time, a certain amount of resource, and innovatively and creatively, how do I best allocate 
time and money and resources to get the best outcome, the vision that I have. Makes sense? The whole thing's bloody creative. We turn the idea, the creativity into mechanics, business mechanics. We then implement it and then change happens, okay? So I'm not saying, you know, that the whole of business is purely a creative endeavor, okay? Because I always say that actually to a large degree that I'm a reformed creative because, you know, we can constantly meddle and tinker and everything else. And Tracy will tell you it drives her crazy because creative personality types, we're always tinkering and meddling. Because we're going to see, you know, we... We roll it out once and then instantly see how it could be better. We do something, you know, the third time round and we can still see how it could be a little bit better, right? And obviously, that's not necessarily the best trait all the time in business. But creativity, however, and being creative and a creative leader absolutely is an integral part for me of entrepreneurism. And I think, you know, if your business isn't evolving, if your business isn't innovating, then the chances are your business is stagnating. And if your business is stagnating, the chances are it's actually dying. In other words, things are getting worse, okay? So we want to make sure that we keep ahead of the curve. We want to make sure that we are always getting the best out of ourselves, out of other people, out of our product, out of our systems, out of our processes, out of our goal setting, out of our planning, out of our finances. And I'm telling you now, creativity sits behind all of that. I have a little saying here, which is you cannot have too many ideas but you can implement too many ideas. In other words, you know, the creative, what we have to do is we have to stem the flow. We have to put a dam up, a dam between the ideas that we have and the implementation that we do. So we can be creative in our ideas generation, but we have to be really strategic in the execution and the implementation. Does this make sense? And that's kind of why some of reformed creative, because in the old days, I would, have, I would have gone from an idea, from a dream, from a vision, and instantly started to implement it, right? And of course, if you're doing that, you're kind of tinkering. And if you're tinkering in business, then you're kind of meddling with things and it unsettles everything. It unsettles uh, your, your team, your staff, your client base, the market, unsettles the people that are closest to you. I remember working with, a, uh, a guy that was running, I think it was a three and a half million or four million pound business. And he was a creative as well, you know, and we were talking about this and he says, you know, he has an idea and he goes to the coffee machine and he'll meet someone, whether it's the sales director, the marketing director, the operations, or just someone from the floor. And he'll turn around and he'll just say, you know what, I've just been thinking about what we're doing there and how we probably shouldn't be doing that. And I wonder whether we should be doing something else, right? And he's just thinking out loud. He's just being creative, what creatives do. However, he's talking like this is going to happen. And then suddenly that person's thinking, oh my God, like everything's changing, right? And whether we like it or not, most of us, we don't like change that much. We quite like instigating change if we're creative. We don't normally like being on the receiving end of it if we're creative or even not a creative. We don't tend to like to be on the receiving end of that kind of change. So it destabilizes everything. The foundations are wobbly and you don't know quite where you stand and your clients don't know where they stand. I've seen many businesses that have absolutely fucked their business up because they tinker and they meddle and they change things up. I remember a guy who's had multiple uh, million pound plus businesses and, uh, and he boasts that, you know, and I remember seeing one of his businesses collapse in front of my eyes and I remember looking at it thinking, you know what? Like I've been watching this happen. You know, he was way more advanced than me in business, but he couldn't control himself. He just had to keep fiddling and tinkering and changing everything rather than having a strategic approach to upgrading or improving upon things and then rolling it out in an intelligent, methodical way. He'd just been meddling and tinkering and basically upset his own 
business. He upset his his clients and he upset the people that were working with him and everything else. And I watched a particular business literally crumble around him. Now he's currently rebuilding it and has been for a couple of years or so that I can see from the outside. He's been rebuilding it again into another thing, a different thing. And this guy's an extreme creative in business. He's obviously successful. He's a serial successful entrepreneur that he keeps getting businesses to a million pound or more. Um, I don't know him well enough and I don't know his practices and methodologies enough to know, you know, why his businesses, you know, get to that million pound or so, but don't get to the five or 10 million. I'd rather have one business that hit 10 million than have 10 businesses that hit a million. And many of those businesses, you know, they hit a million, but they didn't go any further. And, and, and many of them, as I understand it, aren't here today. Okay. So, you know, what what's happening? Well, I'm telling you now, from what I've seen with the business that I was relatively close to, you know, that, that, creative meddling and tinkering and everything else absolutely will destabilize a business and and, and it creates that instability around you and everything else. And just like an earthquake, you know, eventually, inevitably, it's going to bring the house down. And that's what happened as I can see it from the outside. Again, I'm not privy to everything that went on behind the scenes, but it was a real learning curve for me. Now, the reason I put this up front to you in an episode which is all about creating and being innovative and coming up with new ideas and everything else is because I just want to make sure I caveat up front, you cannot have too many ideas, but you can implement too many ideas. And you can implement great ideas in a terrible way that still gets a very negative result, okay? So with that caveat in place, what is the most powerful way, the quickest way of generating new ideas? I'm going to tell you what it is, okay? Rubbing up against other people. Taking your ideas that you currently have, running them past other trusted people who are also creative, not being overly involved in the process, just saying, here's an idea, what do you think, right? Now, if you do this to a methodical, practical kind of person, they'll say, sounds good to me, or sounds okay to me, or I don't like the sound of that. If you do that to a creative person, right? If you find another creative person, and you run that idea past them, they cannot contain themselves. Creative people cannot contain themselves. They have to be creative. They have to have an idea. They have to think about how it could be better, how it could be improved or whatever. You, you pitch an idea to a creative person. You share a vision with a creative person and they see it as well. And then they get excited by it. And then because they're creative, they can't help themselves. They add to it and they change it slightly and they say, oh, and this and that and this. Now, here's the thing. If you don't like some of the ideas they come back with, and let's be honest, you're not going to, right? Because this was your idea at the beginning. You're quite protective of it. But here's the thing. If you keep telling them, I don't like that idea, I don't like that idea, they're going to shut up, right? Their brain's going to shut down. But if you start like saying, yeah, I like that. Tell me more. It's like they want to give you more. and say, okay, tell me more. They want to give you more. So really the quickest way, right? The most effective way of generating new ideas for your business. Number one, right? Get yourself into some peace and quiet and some space. And what's on offer in you, number one, right? So, you know, if you're tackling a problem, you know, take that problem as far as you can. Solve that problem the best you can on your own to some degree. If you're looking for a new product, have some ideas of your own, okay? And if you're trying to do whatever it might be, you know, have some ideas of your own, have something to start with, all right? Don't go up to people and expect them to innovate from nothing. Although if you have super uber creative people around you, they will create from nothing. But what you want to do is you take the, the, the raw material to a number of creative people and they will breathe life into that idea. 
So one of the ideas I talk about in our masterminds, right? So we run these extreme growth masterminds. It's for businesses that are doing over 100 grand already and they want to double their turnover, right? That's the goal, that's the objective, to double their turnovers in the next 12 months, okay? So 100 to 200, we've got people in there doing 250, going for 500, and we've had people go from 750 to 1.5 million and everything else. So that's the ambition, that's the goal. Now, you cannot achieve that kind of growth by doing the same that you've always done, okay? You, you might have a little bit of a step up. You might be able to go from 100 to 120 or to 140, right? But if you want to go from 100 to 200, you need massive like, implementation. You need some big change. And big change requires some big innovation and it needs some big ideas. And it's very possible you don't have all the ideas. You might not have any of the ideas because that's why you're stuck at 100 or 200 or even if it's a million or 10 million. You're still stuck at that point. So you need new ideas. So the reason masterminds work so well when they're run and organized really well like ours are is actually a big part of it is the creativity in there. So whilst the mastermind is great for running ideas past and sense checking stuff and accountability and goal setting and support and all those things, right? Everything that goes on inside our mastermind, right? Incredibly valuable in that entrepreneurial journey. Actually, one of the most powerful things about a mastermind, and I don't think many masterminds either understand it or they certainly don't implement in this way, is the creative ideas generation of masterminding. It's not just about you've got a problem, here's how to solve a problem. You know, a lot of masterminds have run like that. Here's a problem. And then somebody else says, here's a solution. Or sometimes in some masterminds, people don't even get rounds, okay? It's like kind of like one person gets chosen, here's your problem. And then a a business leader will say, here's how you solve that problem. And everyone else is sitting there trying to learn from that, right? Now, the way our masterminds work, just the way we run them, okay? They're very high energy. They're high octane. They're incredibly creative, passionate places. And one of the reasons is, is because I set them out from the get-go to be creative masterminds. In fact, in the original formation of the mastermind, in its early days, I had it in the text. I had it in the branding, right? Creative masterminds. We dropped it because people don't necessarily understand that. And sometimes people think, oh, creativity is for the hippies and the fluffies and everything else. You know better now already after, what, 15 minutes. But the truth of the matter is, you need ideas, right? When you run out of ideas, you stall, you stagnate. Your business won't go any further. You won't go any further. You need to keep pushing things forward. And for that, you need new ideas and you need new creativity. So here's the thing. Have an idea, take the idea. It's what I call cross-pollination. Rub it up against somebody else's ideas. So you say, I've got this idea. What does it mean to you? I've got an idea. Run with it. A good creative person, I'm telling you now, a, great, a creative mind, throw it in front of them. They have to fiddle with it. Like if I give you a, a block of clay or some paint, a creative person will start modeling and painting. They can't control themselves. So ask yourself a simple question. Who do you know in your life? Who surrounds you right now in business that's a trusted person that you can trust with ideas in their infancy before they're well-developed ideas? You don't want any naysayers and critics involved in this. Who are the creatives that are going to breathe life into these ideas breathe life into your creations get a name right you know one two three four five people and have them on call and say right you know what these are people that i can do can i buy a coffee and run something past you don't get involved in the process let them take control of the process and then take it to someone else or even create a little mastermind have two or three people 
and throw the idea out and watch creative people bounce off each other and all bouncing off and then have an idea that sparks another idea that sparks another idea in somebody else and watch this thing come to life. If you don't have those people around you, find yourself a decent, well-organized mastermind like mine where you've got everything in place, not just creativity, of course, where you've got the accountability and the goal setting and everything else in place. There you go. Be creative. That's how you generate ideas. You can't have too many ideas, but you can implement badly, and you can certainly implement too many. If you're interested, by the way, in checking out our Extreme Growth Masterminds, go to biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. From there, you'll be able to check out the Extreme Growth Masterminds and the crazy success that we're having with our members there. If you are a five-figure business, maybe doing 20, 30, 40, even 50 or 60,000 pound in revenue, but you haven't yet hit 100K, then don't forget I've got a webinar waiting for you. It's a masterclass on how to take your business to six figures, to 100K or more in the next 12 months or less. It's completely free of charge. It's waiting for you at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track and get yourself and your business on the six-figure fast track. I'll put the link in the description below. I will see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 